is up people and welcome back to the Highline Podcast we're gone for a week what's, I it, what's it Gary Neville calls it a mini retirement a mini retirement you you kind of went on a mini retirement yeah I did you you had and that was just because of the other things you do yeah and the podcast didn't go out not because he was on a mini retirement the podcast didn't go out because I was in Washington I was in DC for 10 days but I'm back now but the consequence of me being in DC for nine days, ten days, is that my Premier League viewing was quite limited because the games would start at eight o'clock in the morning where I was. So today you're going to be, I'm going to be finding out an awful lot about what happened. And Jamie has watched every game. Close. Close to every Close game. Close to every game. Every, like in terms of the format. Every We're game. actually in the middle of watching... Well, actually, yeah, we're, by the way, if, right now. if anyone's wondering why we're looking just on the phone, anyone's looking, wondering why we're looking past it, it's because we're watching Everton Palace. Bit of a snooze you actually, so far. Yeah, but you actually made a comment, though, because I, I, we spoke about this before. Jamie makes a kind of a bold statement every season of the worst striker in the Premier League. And the, oh, he just missed. And the criteria is you have to be basically a regular starter. Yeah. So you obviously you're not going to pick like bloody Martial. So you have to be a basically a regular starter, right? <laughs> you have to be a regular I don't starter. like how that's going. And Jamie said he thinks at the minute. I don't think I know. Who do you who'd you say? Dominic Calvert Lewin is which, the worst striker in the Premier League. Which is that. to me such a horrific statement. Because he's clearly a really good striker and has the ability to be a really good striker. Is that what we're saying about like this, a, 18 what, game goal droughts? What I'm saying is you can't sit there and tell me Dominic Calvert-Lewin is worse than like Ollie McBurney. Ollie McBurney doesn't start, but um, Ollie McBurney's actually scoring. He scored a goal more recently than Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, but and in fairness, to actually compare the two of them, they're quite similar. They throw themselves about. They're tall. They like heading the ball. Yeah, but so like Calvert-Lewin's better. Anyways, marginally maybe huge but. week, huge weekend in the Premier League. Shock results. Oh, Pickford. But anyway. He's actually still going. But anyways, Arsenal. Arsenal. Tell me. Went to Turf Moor, which used to be a very daunting place for top teams to go because it used, it used to, to be, be such a low block. Dyche had them well set up. Arsenal went and pummeled them. They've been so impressive since the... Did the scoreline match the performance? Oh, yeah. It's Arsenal, Arsenal are raining goals at the minute. Are they in it? Raining. They're in it. For, it's like I said, they're in it until they're out of it. And they're hitting the form... Right at the right moment, because City are City and Liverpool are also winning all around. We know City drop points during the week, but City and Liverpool have been yeah, playing brilliantly. Pretty much winning. But now Arsenal are playing brilliantly too. Like it's eleven goals in their last two games, six against West Ham, five against Burnley. There, that was the biggest. The question everyone didn't question the backline was brilliant. Yeah. Everyone knew the defense was good. They just needed to score goals, and now they're scoring goals for fun. Saka's back in form. He was so good. Was he? He was so good. He scored a brace. He's making that near post right-footed finish nearly like a trademark. Mark Nelly was good. And so, do you know what? Go on. With Jesus injured, I was thinking 
he'd have to play in Ketia, but he's mixing it around a bit. He had Trossard playing centre forward. He has Havertz playing centre forward some yeah. days. And it's just working for them. And the break, the winter break seems to have really helped. Here's a question. So when we've looked at Arsenal throughout the season, we've said, look, it's a really, really good team. And we've had that but. Same with Liverpool, same with City. We've had that times, right? So I'm going to touch on Arsenal really quick. I want you to focus on it. My question to you is, our but was always that they had no clinical strikers, couldn't, no killers, couldn't put the ball in the goal, right? They keep this up, this goal scoring. Like you said, their midfield, we, we know they've great midfielders, especially with the addition of Declan Rice. We know their defence is the best in the league. Where's the but? Why can't they... Go, look, they're only two points behind Liverpool. One behind City, albeit look, City have that game. But that's, of course, if City win that game. But anyways, that's beside the point. Where do you see the but in Arsenal? Why can't they go all the way? Why are they not better than Liverpool? The but will always be they don't have the clinical finisher. I'd like They're scoring goals now, and for Arsenal to be in with a chance, that needs to continue. They need to keep scoring goals. They need to keep creating chance. But they always create a chance. They mm. need to finish them, and they've been finishing them. The biggest problem for Arsenal this season, there's no change in the front three. It's the same front three that was scoring all around them last year. Jesus didn't play, is that right? No, but it's... Martinelli and Saka haven't been scoring as much. No. Martinelli's still not scoring as much, nor is he getting enough assists. Mm -hmm. But the performance levels are getting back to where they were. So naturally the goals have got to come. Yeah. But it's Saka. Saka's back. Is he that good? Saka's incredibly good. Is he? I've, I've seen the bit... I don't know if you've seen it since you were away. Yeah. They were all debating whether Saka's world class. Right. On f on his day, you can't call Saka world class yet. I'm convinced of that. No. But but then, because I was thinking, because I've seen Fer even Rio Ferdinand come out and said it, that Bukayo Saka can't be considered world class until he performs in the Champions League. And I read Ferdinand that. Ferdinand said that. Yeah. And I read that and I went, fair enough. Like... Okay. Well, we can only judge Saka on the Premier League. He's been incredible in the Premier League for, we'll say, three seasons. Yeah. This season, last season, the season before. But really, he's been top of the pile in terms of right wingers in the Premier League. He's it's, got to be. He's right behind. He's Salah. got to be top of the pile after Salah. He is. So that's incredibly good company. His goal and assist record speaks for itself. He's at a top two team in the league. And he's had an incredible World Cup campaign and an incredible Euros campaign. So I actually think it's not ridiculous to consider Bukayo Saka world class. Uh, uh, something popped up on my Twitter when I was away and I, I double took. I had to look at it again. I said, there's no... Because growing up watching there was six or seven or eight or nine Man United teams, I remember. Remember watching Ronaldo. I remember that this guy, is, he's the best I've ever seen. At in, th in those moments, of course, Messi comes after. But at that time, he was so by far the best. He's Ballon d'Or winner, won everything in the, in, at that period of time. In their first 210 appearances, Saka and Ronaldo, this is. Saka had 51 goals for Arsenal. Ronaldo had 50 goals for Man United. 49 assists for Saka, 43 for Ronaldo. That's a slight. Like I, that's I what did, I mean. The numbers speak for themselves. But I did not think he was. I did not think he was getting those numbers. Now the only a lot of penalty tax. Now I do have to include that. There's a lot of penalty tax there, but I can't take Saka. Yeah, I can't. Take Ronaldo took penalties. 
Not in the initially when he came in, but he took but them. That's what, I, that's what I mean. Like they're talking about first, what is it, first 100, 200, 200 appearances? 210. Like Ronaldo. Ronald- Saka didn't take them immediately when he came into the team either. He was a bloody wing back. True. You have to take this. I Because uh, that was my initial argument. I said, there's no way this is true. I went through my head. I said, well, Ronaldo came on a lot in the 06 campaign. He didn't actually start every game. And I said, oh, and I went back and I said, Jesus, Saka played wing back for at least a season. Yeah, well, the numbers speak for themselves with Saka. So they can't, but I can't, I couldn't get over the kind of numbers he was getting. By the way, Arsenal are two points behind Liverpool, just to correct myself. But yeah. just, I couldn't believe the numbers he was getting. Yeah, but I think, I remember saying it to you earlier in the season when he wasn't playing so well. I think I remember sending you a tweet saying Saka has 10 goal, 10 yeah. plus goals and assists in the league and the Champions League this yeah. year. And I was thinking, I thought Saka's been poor this year. Yeah. So the numbers have always been there. It was always about getting the performances back. Right. And for me, in the last couple of games I've watched, Saka is just right back to his best. And I think that's integral to Arsenal, Stanley. Also Odegaard. Odegaard has been incredible. Really, really good. Od- like Odegaard's actually an incredible player. He's an incredible player. He's an incredible player. Arsenal have so many incredible players. Once they get the bags, man, they'll take stopping. Obviously, you need to get the first one out of the way. That's mm-hmm. always the biggest hurdle. Yeah, yeah. But once they get the bags, man, I think they're forced to be reckoned because that defence... For the, a few the defense, years. The defence is... Young. Young, but it's solid. It's They're the best defence in the league. Yeah. No one gets through them. I was actually I was chatting a guy I work with, Arsenal fan. He was telling me that in the last three games, they faced two shots on target. What? Like, yeah, they've scored 11 goals in the last two games. But in the last three games, they've faced two shots. Like, that's what you're dealing with here. Yeah. They've, they actually have all the components. When you watch Arsenal play football, their patterns of play are exceptional. Their attacking play is brilliant. And their defensive play is brilliant. They're actually the full package at the minute. They're just missing that clinicality. But they're being clinical since they've come back from... Winter. The break. So they keep that up. They're in it until they're out of it. And in order to be in it, they have to keep doing what they're doing. And I think they're hitting peaks at the right time. And I think they could keep creeping. They could win the league. I think so. I think I think any of them three teams could win the league. Let's turn to top of the league now. Liverpool, another very, very convincing win. Were they as good as the scoreline says? I think the most impressive thing about Liverpool is that they're wounded with injuries. But they're still keeping up performances. They're still scoring goals and they're still getting wins at tough places. I'll be honest. I thought the Jurgen Klopp news, the... Salah news, the Trent news, something would have have to give. There was nearly a goal there for Everton. Something would have to give with Liverpool. I didn't think they'd be able to keep it up. And look, there's a long way to go in the season. The season's actually a fantastic race. Right now, it's really, really shaping up to be really good. You have to hand it to them. Definitely. They've do. been Definitely they've they've do. they've they've dealt with everything they've thrown at them. And a lot's been thrown at them. We have doubted Liverpool on so many times. All season, to be honest, I've so doubted Liverpool. Times. Especially when the Salah and Trent injury came, I thought they were toast. Yeah. Now, in fairness, I think Jota injured again is a big blow. He's gotten a lot of important goals already since he's come back. Yeah. But then you look at it, it's like Salah's back. Yeah, and back. Nu- Nunes. Tell me about him. Nunes is finishing now. Nunes is finishing and it's not taking him four chances no, to finish. No, I swear to you now. No, I said it to you. No, full moon or something. I said it to you. Nunes will come good. He has. Ah, he's not come good. He, what? Did he have a good game? Was he good, was he good at the weekend? 
We'll see you good next weekend. Do I have my phone on me? Where's my phone on? I don't it's have it on you. Recording. Oh, yeah. It's recording on the phone. Show me your phone. What are you going to show me? You don't have foot mob, do you? No, I don't have foot mob. What, what, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to show me here? I'm trying to show you Nunez's performance in the last few games. I don't want to see a sofa Why? score. I don't want to see a sofa score. I'm not score. looking at sofa scores. I'm looking at fucking goals. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at here. Right. I, the last game I watched in Nunez, because I, I like, I have, like I said, I'm not going to fully back it because I have been away. The last game I watched in Nunez, he hit the post. Was it a record five times? Was it a record five times? Yeah. That was like three games ago. Yeah. I missed the last two games. I can't, I'm not, I can't find this on your phone because you are a silly bloke with fecking... That's the Premier League app, like. No, fuck my, I'm on the Premier League app. It won't tell me. What do you want to know, like? There's his goals right in front of you. You know what I mean? Anyways. Um, besides the point. Nunes is finishing now. His finish at the weekend <clears throat> was not the finish of a man who's rash. It was not the finish of a man who lacks composure. In fact, it was composure and coolness for the goal personified and I think in the last few games he's been showing that even against there I've got to clock it back again he scored a goal the other week Harvey Elliott whipped it into him and he just nodded it into the far corner and he didn't actually have a lot of chances that game I remember him scoring two against Bournemouth when he had not a lot of chances and I remember him slotting one in against was it Burnley what a goal wow by Ayu. But yeah. Well, who did I say would win this game, by the way, just real quick? Uh, Palace. Palace. Come on. Um, yeah. Nunes. I think Nunes is hitting form. And I think he's finishing chances that he wasn't finishing before. And I think that's a testament to his confidence. It's going to be interesting in a couple of weeks. See, can he keep that up? Definitely. Uh, I think he can. Salah coming back, will Nunes stay in the team? Especially with Jada out yet. Yeah. With Jada out yet. Do so you think in Diaz, Nunes, Salah will be the way? Liverpool Salah back up. with a goal and assist as well like he's just picking up where he left off so. he's, in, he's a machine he is a machine now the the real one of the three I want to get to is the slip up mm. blow the title race open wide and I like I just we sat here two weeks ago and we I think one of us asked each other the question we said look who do you think is going to win the league just at this point obviously this is the Premier League it changes ebbs and flows we said City kind of pretty pretty comfortably mm. I didn't expect drop points against Chelsea no I definitely didn't. not at home definitely not at home what was that game like? Haaland will be kicking himself he missed a lot of chances did he? missed a lot of chances but I'm going to get on to Chelsea later because I was really impressed with how Chelsea went first of all went about the game and how they applied themselves and how they worked as a team Defensively really good. City weren't their smooth, free-flowing best. They didn't have stones. They're, they're doing this thing at the minute where they're playing a kanji where stones used to play. And, they have, midfield. and they have a kanji coming into midfield. And I don't think they're as fluid as they are when they have stones in there. I remember the last the game against Everton hmm. last weekend where they won it with Haaland scoring two. And it was essentially... Haaland won them the game because Everton defended brilliantly. Mm. I think they didn't. I think City didn't have a shot until the seventieth minute or something, something crazy like that. Oh. But Pep made a made a change around the hour mark, and he moved. Stones had been playing right back with a Kanji playing, moving into the midfield, and Pep moved Stones back into midfield, and that changed the game for them. 
I think they're a much better team with Stones in there. I don't know why he's playing a Kanji instead of him. Right. But I think it's I think it's hurting them personally. So if I was to ask you now, because we're going on to Chelsea, if I was to ask you now, one, two, and three. Um, I still, I still think City get the job done. I but it is they a, win it's, it. it's so much to do with the experience of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's just they've they've done it. They've done it, and I look at that team every week, and I just don't see how they don't win it. Person like just the front five, Rodri in behind. Like it's Rodri again that got the goal. I know he's he he crops up for seriously yeah. important goals. City, Haaland, and I, Haaland had an off game, but like the game before that, he won them the game single handedly. I know, yeah, this is it. So. Haaland has these days he's had them this season more so than last season but he was never he was never going to hit them heights again those heights were unheard of unseen ever before he's not going to hit that every year but he's still doing damn fucking well to be getting the numbers he's getting now I think it's like 16 or 17 goals after missing two months of the season scary but the title race is wide open now it is wide open and I hope it stays that way because because those three teams actually all Three of them teams individually are fantastic teams and have done really well to be where they are. And the longer they're in it, the more we've to talk about and the more entertainment there is. I do see I do see the title race going down to the wire though. I really do. Tell me how Chelsea got a point. Pure togetherness and which is cohesion. Not, which when you said that to me, I said that that is not a word I describe that team. No. Cohesion. And what's the word I'm looking for? Cohesion and discipline to the game plan. They they were so dangerous in that first half. So Chelsea. dangerous in behind. Who was playing up, to, up top? Palmer was right wing. Jackson through the middle. And Sterling left wing. But it was literally just Palmer picking these passes in behind. Fucking Sterling and Jackson had a field. Really? Running in behind. They could have scored more. They should have scored more. They were a threat. A real threat. Sterling and Jackson, the two of them. But you can imagine now Sterling and Jackson. Not really guaranteeing you anything there. Especially start, starting against a former club is like <coughs> West fucking throwing darts and missing it every time. Yeah. But um, Sterling got the goal. Good finish. But before that, he had milked a chance that he should have taken. Really? But the two of them were a threat. Palmer is so good. Palmer was in the mood. And it's a shame that the forward players around him weren't in a, the mood he was in. Yeah. Because they could have done something crazy good. Because Palmer was feeling himself that game. Right. The midfield were good. Gallagher, Fernandez, Caicedo, solid. They just maintained a really good shape. Gusto and Chilwell got forward really well. And they defended really well. But the real hero of that Chelsea performance was Dezazi. Heard that. He's so good. He's like a magnet to the really? ball. I, do you know how I likened them to? I likened them to, do you know the way when you watch United play and they're under the cosh? And the ball's going into the box. It's Martinez every time. But it was, but you remember, the way Varane oh, in always, the box. Always. He's always there for the block. He's always there to get a foot in. He's always there. He was just always in the right place. Mm. That's how I would have described Zazi. Every time there was a block, it was him. Mm. Every time there was a last ditch tackle, it was him. him. Really, really good. And he, he's been hit and miss since yeah. he's joined. But I think Chelsea moving away from Thiago Silva has helped them in the last few. More looking towards the future. They're all kind Got of in it together. In the last game. Sorry? He got a knock, didn't he? It's not that it's by Don't choice. For I sure. Think, pretty but sure he's... Does Azzy and Colwell, as the centre-half, I'd never liked Colwell left-back. 
Yeah. Never liked Colwell left back. And I never liked when he tried to play the Zazi right back either. No. I think the two of them in centre half with Gusto and Chilwell is a, actually not a bad back four. And they're young. They want to prove themselves. And I think Gusto's actually been really good. I don't think they've missed Reece James as much with Gusto in. Really? No. I just and I think Chelsea fans nearly need to move past Reese James. You can't God, depend. He's very young. You can't depend on him. You can't depend on Reese James. No. <coughs> When's he fit? It's looking like he's he's one. Of, he's going to be one of those real talents that we'll, that we'll never see. I think so too. He's going to be going. You know, so, some some lower club, mid table club, lower lower Premier League club is going to take a chance on him and hope they can keep him fit. I don't even think that. I just don't think he'll ever be fit. Which is a shame, of course, yeah. but yeah, he's he's an incredible player when he's fit. But he's he's at the point where you don't even see him fit anymore. You he comes back and you see him in the few games where he's still getting up to speed, and then he's gone again before yeah. he even gets fully match fit again. Yeah, he's he's gone before he's back in the groove. Yeah, so you, we we're not even seeing this guy. We haven't seen him. At his I, haven't, peak. I haven't seen him in two years. I haven't seen him in two years, which is a years. huge shame because at his best he really really is very good. United. United, they're winning again. We're 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 looking at those three places are taken, and we're going to take it that there's one more place left. Probably will be two. I think the, what what is it? There's a 66 percent chance, chance that fifth is a Champions yeah. League spot. <coughs> but who? You know, before in twenty twenty three, the start of the season. United were so. I remember saying before twenty twenty four, United. I, I didn't play well once in the Premier no. League. Not one one good game. No. And now they haven't lost in the league this year. No. They've won every game except Spurs, which they should have won. They had the chances to win. They had the chance. So bring me back to McTominay wide open. Can't, last, ch- can't chat shit about McTominay at the minute. No, 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 no I can't. Goals. But I can't. I can't. can't <laughs> but the last kick of the game, there was. I know he was, was in the six yard box. Yeah, Anyways, I'm not going there. I'm not going there yet. I'm not going there. He's done with. But they've won every other game, and they're now, if I'm not mistaken, five points off fourth, three points off Spurs in fifth. The incredible Spurs. The incredible Spurs under the incredible Ange. I. I cannot fathom how they are there. I can. Do they deserve to be there? No. Oh, God, no. Why are they there then? Getting results. They're just squirming out results. Recently or just Saturday? You think in general, like those McTominay goals bailed them out of serious trouble a lot. Hoyland, Hoyland's starting to score now. Like I said it when Martinez got injured that I think now that they've cemented the front three that they should be okay mm. because that front three gets goals. Whether you, like whether you play bad or not, that front three get goals. Mm. So they'll always... There's a goal in United. A lot of always. them. Always. There's a goal in United. They're never out of a game because there's always a goal in them. But they need to, they need to sort out the midfield. how they see out games if they're going to... Like it's all well and good winning these games by a goal and getting those late goals to win it for you then you can shut up shop United need to start controlling games big time what do you think the reason is that they can't control a game though that's their midfield isn't it it's so obvious to me it's and it's a huge shame 
but it's two out of those three midfielders can't keep the ball. No. And that's that's too many. In anyone's midfield, top to bottom of the Premier League. If two out of three of your midfielders cannot keep a football, whether you're under the cash or not, to be honest, you're not you're never going to have more possession and you're never going to be able to see out a game. No matter whether you're your forwards are scoring or not, you're going to be able to concede. United will always be a transition team as long as but, but as long as them two players are in midfield. By the way, we're talking about Bruno and Casemiro here. If it's not obvious. Oh, we're not talking about Manu. We're not talking about Kobe Manu. But it's ridiculous he's the only one that can keep a ball. It's it's embarrassing nearly. Yeah. That it's the eighteen year old out of the established Portugal inter- Portuguese international, the Manchester United captain, and a five times Champions, Champions League, League winner midfielder midfielder that it's the 18 year old that shows the most poise composure and control it's it's the 18 year old that doesn't make the stupid tackles that should get him sent off it's the 18 year old that doesn't give the ball away in the 90th minute that nearly concedes a goal the other end an equaliser to Luton Town these are what the other two are doing yeah and look Casemiro does a lot of good a lot of really important tackles Bruno does a lot of good again the most chances created in the league this year but in terms of controlling a game of football basics of controlling a game of football having the ball more than your opponent which Jamie no matter what you say when you go two goals up in the first 10 minutes of a game 15 minutes of a game or should be curtains you, you should you should be able as United to a newly promoted club you should be able to control enough of the ball that two that you don't give away two clear cut chances in the back or at least you get you take one another one down the end which there was four one on ones there that was missed don't forget but you should be able when you go 2-0 up as Man United at a, at a newly promoted club you should have a midfield three that's able to keep the ball more than the other team's midfield three and no matter the team United cannot have more possession than them every game I see no matter what whether we play well or not United have less possession nine times out of ten it's because those two boys no clue how to keep the ball. But you know what the thing is, you can't even ask them to do anything different. It's what they know. It's, but asking Bruno to keep the ball is like asking a dog to not fetch a stick. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And it's, it's not in his nature. It's not in his DNA. <clears throat> like the way Bruno sees it is, if a game gets topsy turvy and end to end, he views no. the game as fighting fire with fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's oh, you, oh. if you're if you're going to Calverdoon again, if you're going to play all over the place I'm going to play all over the place because yeah. I can do better than you Yeah, that's how Bruno sees it. and then Casemiro the thing with Casemiro is Casemiro's legs are gone they've been gone since the start of the season that's evident in the amount of bookings he's picking up because he's constantly late to tackle many bookings is it as well there's nine bookings in his last 11 club and that's international games stupid stat okay so but the thing with Casemiro was Casemiro never controlled the football for Real Madrid that was Modric and Cruz's job but how Casemiro controls the game, his version of controlling the game is breaking up play, stopping attacks. That's how he exercises control on a team because he's breaking up attacks and he's getting the ball to people that can keep it. That's how Casemiro does control. But he can't do that because he's, he can do it when he gives it to Manu because he'll keep it. But Casemiro's breaking up play, giving it to Dallo. Ball could go anywhere after that. He's giving it to Bruno. Ball could end up on Mars. It could end up in the top corner or it could end up on Rohoyland's foot. You've no idea. Yeah. Rashford could run into a man. Garnacho could run into a man. There's no like... Casemiro needs control around him for him to give off control. Yeah. He doesn't have that. So it's, it's all well and good us sitting here 
And in theory, those two players should have the experience and they do have the qualities to keep the ball and control a game. But it's just not in their nature. And you can have one, but you can't have two. No, in one midfield. Oh, it doesn't work. That's why I think it'll be very interesting when Mount comes back. I think in those sort of situations, in those sort of scenarios, you could see no. Bruno taken off and Mount put on. Because oh, Mount, Mount might... No, I don't Bruno, so. like, for the last 20 minutes of a game... Do you know what he'll do? No, he won't. He I, won't. I know you'll say push I know Bruno exactly. right wing. He will not take off Bruno Fernandes. He won't do it. He'll push Bruno right, he'll take off Yes, but that's okay. He can keep Bruno away from it for the last 20... Just keep him away from it. Let him fucking bark orders and flap his arms around and do all that shit. But put Mount in the middle there so he can actually just put his foot on it. And tell everyone, do you know what Onana does when he does this? Yeah. Just let Mount in there and do it. Or bring on Ericsson. He could even bring on Ericsson to do it. Uh, Ericsson, Ericsson, Ericsson without the ball is a shadow. I'm talking about, like we're talking about like controlling the game, keeping the ball. Like a, a game where we have the ball. Ericsson, put your foot on it. He'll put his foot on it. Manu will put his foot on it. Even, I think even Amrabat put his foot in it. No, no, no. Too, too. And I think Amrabat is shit. He's awful. But I think even Amrabat put his foot in it. I don't think he'd really put his foot in it, to be honest. In the dying embers of a game where United need to close out a match and they need to get a result, you cannot keep Bruno and Casemiro in the same midfield. You can't do it. You're asking for trouble. That game could have went anyway the other day yeah. because Casemiro, first of all, Casemiro could have got sent off. Should have got to sent 10 off. men. Completely different game after that. Uh-huh. Bruno toes the ball into the goalie's hands in the 93rd minute when he has the ball in Luton's corner. The opposite end of the fucking pitch. And he toes it into Daft. the fucking keeper. Daft stuff. Ridiculous stuff. You can't have the two of them on. If United are to get top four, which I think they can. I think they can creep in there. Because they have the players. They have the firepower. They have the cleverness. No. They're so naive like, like I know we sound like The game was horrific And United deserved to lose In my opinion United deserved to win the game United should have won By more by, than three goals By a, a country mile United should have won the game But just It's it, It's still You can't help but feel Coming away from the game How stupid are these players uh, You just get beyond frustrated So annoyed Beyond frustrated at players Oh But yeah I mean what do you like, Do you think United Can get top four Yeah I think so I too. I really think so. I do, and I, 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 I think you made a great point in terms of it's going to be very, very interesting when Mount comes back because there's. I don't think the manager has a choice in terms of playing that as the front three, because McTominay is so below the others in terms of what he gives in majority of aspects. Like he's seen even against Luton Town the other day. Where was he playing at the end? He was false nine. He was he was striker. That's fine. He's he's tall. He's gritty. He'll win a header in the opposition box. Very good. That's that's useful in the die against a team like Luton in the end of the game. It's useful. Oh, they scored. Yeah, that's what I was pointing at you. Who scored? Oh, Nana. Yeah. Anyway, but while you're talking about McTominay, right? Oh, uh, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Because I've I know you're going to say something, him, but no, one yeah. sec. That's a good goal. One sec. When Mount comes in. Is he going to give him enough time on the pitch? Is he going to swap out a Casemiro, a Mount, or a, mean, sorry, a Bruno? Towards the end of the season, he could mix and match, rotate. Yeah. Now, Ten Hag hasn't been known to rotate much. No. But in terms of McTominay, McTominay is the modern day Fellaini. 
And he should be used that way. Yeah. Need a goal, bring him on, lob him up top, hoof the ball up to him. Yeah. McTominay should be used as Fellaini. McTominay is the modern day Fellaini. And there's no disrespect in that. Nothing wrong with that. Fellaini made a career out of that. Uh-huh. But McTominay should not be starting football matches, nor should he be playing more than 10 minutes in them. Because he's bad. We finish here with the news. Talk to me. How are we doing? The news. Hmm. Hodgson gone. Hodgson's gone. We're watching Palace. A new Palace. He's in the stands, Glasner. Yeah. He's coming in next admit, week. I don't know a lot about him. No? No. All I know is that he was... Last job was Eintracht Frankfurt when they won the Europa League. That's pretty good. Beat Barcelona in that. Yeah. To get to the yeah, final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat Rangers in the final, but it's like we've all, we've said all season with Palace. They, it's it's a, it's a graveyard at the minute, so they mm. need someone. I think Tony is a bad appointment. Like they need someone no. like this young coming in. Like it'd be worse if if they kind of brought in a God, give me someone like an Allardyce. That's yeah, that's yeah, the bottom yeah. Of the that, barrel that would have been just fucking like for like yeah, silly. No need. Um, Palace fans should be happy with it. Yeah. Like he's been good everywhere he's gone. Frankfurt's not an easy job. He had them playing good. He made players look good there Palace just need a bit of ambition and sacking Hodgson and appointing a manager is the first sign of ambition yeah whether he can do much between now and the end of the season is another thing they still don't have Eze and Elise I know without Eze and Elise this team they don't offer much do they I don't mind that you like I'm not but I'm looking around the pitch here and there's just not a lot there like there's not a lot to work with Especially in the midfield. There's no game changers there. Like. No, 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 no. So, look, I've been crying out for Palace to show some ambition and I'm delighted that they have, to be honest. What is your opinion at the minute with United? They're kind of a, now they're approaching this today, but clearly going after Ashworth. Newcastle putting him on garden duty, yeah. which is very telling, but Newcastle are still standing he's left. Newcastle announced he's gone. He's left today. Gone. They announced that he's on garden and leave today. Yeah. The club did. So it very much screams this is going to happen. It's just a matter of when, not if. Yeah. And that when is completely and solely on what sort of compromise they come to in terms of compensation. Another good move from Ineos? Yeah, for sure. It's positive. But 20 million is a lot for pay for a sporting director, isn't it? Very. Very. I can't see them paying it. They probably won't. Like he, he I think I'd say Ashford has made it quite clear his intentions. Yeah, well, that's the whole reason why he's been put on guard exactly. because he came and he asked to so. leave the club. So, him and Brailsford have worked together before. They obviously have a relationship. Yeah, he's been brilliant everywhere he's gone, and it is another sign of positivity from Ineos. I mean, Gary Neville said it yesterday. He can stop complaining now. Yeah, all he's asked. All United fans have asked for, for years, is a sporting structure, a football structure, a football CEO, yeah. and a sporting director. United Foot- fans, United fans have it now. Yeah. Now there's you can't like everyone used to say United fans, you can't blame the Glazers for everything. Well, no, we actually can't now. No. Because it's all there. Everything we've asked for is there. So. Time will tell. He mightn't even be in the job for a year, based on whether they can yeah. bring the garden and leave down. But, yeah, positive for sure. And Newcastle will be kicking themselves if they've lost that. Lost huge, him. Huge, Because 
they put in a lot of work to get him in the first place and they viewed him as a long-term... I know. In it for the long-term. But I guess... United knock is a different knock, isn't it? Very. Kane obviously never won a trophy. The Kane curse. The Kane curse. He moved to Bayern Munich. They've won the last 11 Bundesliga titles. They lost again at the weekend. They're currently sitting, I believe it's... Is it five points? I think they're eight points off. Could be eight points behind. It was five for the weekend, maybe. Eight points off Bayer Leverkusen. Xabi Alonso's Bayer Leverkusen. What's going on? Tuchel is in... You can't write it, can you? You can't write it. You just can't write it. I believe they're out of both domestic cups as well. Oh, they are, yeah. Remember the first game Kane played? It was like the German community shield. They lost that too. They rested tons of players because they were playing a second division team in the cup. Lost. The Champions League, they're 1-0 down to Lazio going into the oh second leg. Oh my God. And they haven't won a game in, they haven't won the last three games in the, in the league. I was listening to a podcast today they were saying that the last time Bayern lost four on the trot was a few years ago when they already did the league one. So I think they were just playing players yeah, that didn't yeah. really matter. But before that, it was like 1990s. They haven't, so like if Tuchel loses at the weekend, He's gone. I think he's gone. Because four losses on the trot is just inexcusable at at Bayern. Bayern. They're so like, no prisoner, no excuses. If you lose four, you're done. It's just not what to do. But we've said this a huge amount this season that if Tuchel is to get sacked this year, that's the push for all those clubs that are on the fence. That opens up. We know it's going to be a huge summer with managers bouncing around. This Tuchel push could be huge, I think. I really, I really, really do in terms of... I can't believe it hasn't worked. No. I thought that was just a surefire, like, title after title, Champions League even. Yeah. Because Tuchel at Bayern just seems like... Perfect. What could go wrong? And then they go and they buy Kane. Yeah. What could go wrong? Weird. Very, very weird. Um, will Xabi Alonso be the next Liverpool manager, do you think? It only seems right. It does seem right, but I would. I don't know whether he should or not. A great question was asked to Cara this this week, and it was, I don't know, did you see it? But it was, if Jabby Alonso does not win the league, is that kind of a taint on him? No, no. Well, well from his position, he is He's in He's so now. young. It's his first season. He could do the treble. Yeah. He could win the Europa League, the league and the cup. In his first, it's really, it's like, I know he was there last year, but he brought them from like, 18th last year to Champions League places mm. or Europa League places and now he has them in one of the favourites for the Europa League they're 8 points clear at the top of the table yeah, and they're in the cup and I'm sure they're the favourites win the cup once Bayern are out yeah they are he's done an outrageous job incredible even if with I'm sure limited funds yeah like all the players there he's developed essentially except Jacka. he brought Jacka in yeah but like the likes of like Grimaldo brought, brought him in on a free transfer him and Frimpong, the two wing-backs, they have like double-figure goal contributions to two of them, wing-backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Verts looks incredible, the ne- labelled the next Mesut Ozil. Yeah. So, he could go... I know Bayern... Will, Why do you think it's not a good move for him then to go to Liverpool just too I early? I just think it's too early. Right. I just think it's too early. But then... It's like all these things. Well, you, they don't I come think knocking that often. I also think you have to take the opportunity God, when you it have comes. To. Yeah, they don't come off like when. But I do think Alonso, with the cred he's built up, yeah, 
I don't think he'll be short of options ever. Like Bayern want, I'm sure Bayern will want him. It's Bayern like Bayern want, want to take everything. Everyone does beat him, yeah. So Bayern will want him. Liverpool will want him. Madrid, I'm sure, will want him. Yeah. He won't be short of suitors. Really, even if he leaves it off for a year. Really quick before we finish, there's two games midweek. We obviously have the Everton Palace game now, but that finishes off the previous game week. Man City play Brentford at home. Thoughts? City will win that game. And Liverpool at home to Luton. You think Liverpool as well? So you think both of those the two title chases are at home? You think they get it done? Easy, easy that's, work. That's that's it all from us, guys. See you on Friday morning for the preview of the weekend.